about your mother in a world She's not sure for a girl Hey baby, it's alright Hey baby, let's go tonight You like me, like it all You love dancing in the divine You dance when I like it hard You marry more when you want it fast They put you down, say Hey, welcome to Live from the Dutch Hall. You know what? Now that we're the darlings of, of uh, mainstream media, you know, super press coverage, the world is just buzzing about Live from the Dutch Hall. Now people are thinking that maybe we're going to go Hollywood. Maybe we're going to get soft. Big time. And we're going to hit the big time. And all of a sudden, everything that made us great is not going to be any good anymore. Well, to the people who say that, I say, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> you know what we are? We're the people that uh, stand on our own two legs. We're the people that speak for ourselves, we think for ourselves, and we talk and say the things that other poor bastards can't. We're a team of real badasses. Just look at my bartender over there. Hey, now. <laughs> Paul Van Dyke, the man's all man. You want to mess with him? I dare you. I dare you. You know what? Just try something small. I, I dare you. Just maybe take his lighter. Bring it home. <laughs> he'll, he'll tear your head off and shit down your throat. Hey, no. Now look at my band, Nocturnal Emissions. The band leader, Mike Bowe, sitting there. Don't let his handsome, boyish good looks get in the way of knowing that this guy's a real badass. You know what he does? He does all his Amazon shopping without even going to the Life from the Dutch Hall website. Clicking on the banner and, you know, then doing your shopping. Some of that money comes back to help the show. <laughs> And finally, the savior of the Nocturnal Emissions sitting right there, Steve the Reluctant German. Yeah. What do you think Steve is? Some sort of bussy? <laughs> Some sort of gelatinous, maybe spineless jellyfish? <laughs> no. Rebel, Steve, Rebel. Steve's the biggest badass of all. Rebel, Rebel. He stole Paul's lighter. <laughs> Rebel, Rebel. <laughs> Steve, when you're playing the theme song, I can keep one eye on my brother there. <laughs> All right, hit it, boys. Ready, Polly? Yeah, I'm in. Fucking band, man. <laughs> I'm in the fucking band. <laughs> All right, a new Nocturnal Emissions arrives today with uh, Paul's debut. Paul Van Dyke on guitar. I can't believe it. Let's hear it from everybody. I feel great. Yeah. Really was good. I didn't great cigarette after that. 
<laughs> You're all wound up. Great show tonight in the Live from the Dutch Hall studio. We have a great guest tonight, Shane Bergman, CFL uh, great, I would call him. CFL great, oh, yeah. local boy. And uh, Grey Cup champion from the uh, 2014 Grey Cup champions, Calgary Stampeders, in the house. Shane Bergman is here. Let's hear it. Thanks for having me. Before we get into Shane, I was just hoping that uh, I could just catch up with the boys. You know, uh, we've had a lot of uh, uh, feedback from people this week. It's unbelievable. You know, uh, and uh, I, I touched on it. I think we got to get this stuff air dirty laundry first before we get into all the oh. the press we've gotten this week. We got to really get to the heart of the matter here. You know, when I see something go on with our show, and I can see it as being a, a source of maybe some contention. You know, maybe something that's going to break up this chemistry that we've got. Some people are calling us a Fab Five and all that Ooh. stuff. They even include Charters, who's never here, <laughs> right? But uh, you know, now I see what uh, Steve, the reluctant German, has done. My brother brazenly stolen is one of his prized possessions, his Jack White lighter, <laughs> right from under his nose, like he didn't. Like that's uh, insane. No, no, he's a rebel. Oh yeah. <laughs> Paul's, Paul has talked about that lighter for, like for every week. He can't believe he's lo never lost it. And we went on and on. Now, first of all, Paul's ire went to Dave Charters. He thought for sure <laughs> the filthy rooster would have taken that lighter. He was the most likely suspect, wasn't he, Paul? Oh, yeah. He's the first one. I just texted him, you're dead to me. And, uh, Dirty pool <laughs> Dave felt fear right away and cowered like you would expect of him, right? He just right away came clean. It wouldn't me. I would never do that to you, Paul. Please don't hurt me. Dave felt guilt and right away, even though... He wasn't guilty, he felt guilt. Yeah, yeah. That's what's great about charters. But Steve, just out of nowhere. Now, Steve, I told you, I sent you a message. I said you stole my brother's lighter. I said you disappointed the team. And then, uh, and I also said I'm not sure how he's going to take it, right? That's right. Right? And uh, no, no, my brother, you look at him, you've met him. You don't know him as long as the rest of us ha have, but uh, he's, an, he's an imposing figure, right? Sure. There's a you would say you never would know like you wouldn't like want to meet up with them in a dark alley. Would is that be would that be a fair assessment? Yeah, it would be a good time. <laughs> but, but Paul, to, to be fair, I only know him in his fat years. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> now Steve, <laughs> is, no, it's Paul, no, Steve, you know he's a sleeper. You don't know anything about Steve the Reluctant German either. That's right. no. no one does. So if yeah, he's, he's a mystery. He's an enigma. Wrapped in a riddle, you know? That's it's Steve, the reluctant German. We know nothing about him, right? Nothing. He just comes in, plays guitar, and leaves like the mist, you know? <laughs> and then, but whereas, uh, so you don't know, this guy's wearing all those layers. You can't see what he's got going on Suit underneath jacket. those layers. I wonder if he's got a Greco-Roman wrestling medal, maybe. Yeah, he's ripped. He's a complete, he, you can see every single muscle in Steve's body. He takes his shirt off. Yeah. And he is, he is a, he's a known uh, jiu-jitsu black belt. <laughs> Trained, yes. Right? And he, could be. How did you find out all this stuff? I do research. I thought I scrubbed the internet. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, I do research. You know, I do research. And you know what? When we're talking about the internet and research, you know, sometimes one of the things I mentioned, I forgot to mention in all our goal setting stuff for 2016, was I had a couple to the list that we have in our bulletin board over there. We have our list posted for the year of our oh, goals. Nice. Oh, nice. Wow. I added it's two to the end of it. it. Now it's Write that down. The one of, I did write it down. It's right up there. So one of the goals I had was by the end of 2016, uh, if you do a search for either Pete Van Dyke or Live from the Dutch Hall, a Wikipedia article will come up. I will be on Wikipedia and therefore immortalized and stick it up Jim F. Bleak's ass who says I'm insignificant, you're, right? Yeah, you're significant. Wow. Because the first time I did have a Wikipedia page, and I'm going to bring people up to speed on that maybe didn't listen to the old shows when okay. we had this big controversy. 
I had uh, this is like my first third show ever we had on Ryan Van Bush. And uh, Ryan uh, was our, my first Wikipedia searchable guest that I had on, right? Shane, you're Wikipedia. Did you know that? Yep. Yeah, uh, you know that. <laughs> do you Wikipedia? You're forever immortalized on the internet. Like, that's a big so. deal. You're, yeah, they, yes. that, that's the encyclopedia that's there forever. Yeah. You're going to be there. Like, even when you're like uh, 90 years old, you, your great grandkids can do a search on the internet and see Wikipedia, Shane Bergman, he's still a guy. That's kind of crazy. I didn't think about it that way. It's awesome. It's true. Cool. It's, yeah. It's forever. It's like Stephen Harbour. It's forever, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen steely, Steely-eyed luck. Yeah. Just that creepy grin, eh? Yeah. But, he has uh, the internet. Yeah, he has the internet. Sorry, I don't want to steal thunder or anything, but um, I have IMDB links, by the way. You have IMDB links for yourself? Yeah. Uh, is that the, That's not the same. It is for movies. It's good, but it's like Wikipedia is the encyclopedia. Come on, I you're can, getting a I credit. I can Google myself and Luke Perry, and it shows up. Really? Yeah. You and Luke Perry? Yeah. Is there a picture of you? There's not a picture of us. No. Have you met Luke Perry before? No, I worked on um, a TV movie of his. Really? Uh, did you see him? I did not. Never saw Luke Perry. <laughs> Never saw Luke <laughs> Perry and Olivia Davo, the uh, uh, Kevin Arnold's hotter, uh, hotter. Uh, his hot sister on the show, in The Wonder Years, was also in that movie. Who's that? The one uh, Olivia Davo is her name. The, Dark-haired one? No, the That's blonde. His, not blonde. Winnie. Not yeah. Winnie Cooper. His older sister, the, the blonde. Okay. Oh. She became a hippie and pissed yeah. off dad and left the... Yeah, I don't remember that. Oh, she was great. She's good looking? <laughs> she was great. You saw her? No. You didn't see any of them? Oh, no. Yeah. How did you make Wikipedia? Yeah. This was like he the... Didn't. <laughs> he didn't make Wikipedia. This is the... No, not Wikipedia. IMDB. Yeah. Yeah, which is okay. It's the internet movie database. I think it's pretty good. It's good. It's pretty good. It's going to be there forever, right? That's right. Just internet movie database. I'll give it to you. And then and then type in Steve the Reluctant German and see what pops up. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> seems easy. Yeah, it seems Check easy. It out, it's easier than anyways, on Amazon. When th- when I did my third ep- my, when I did my third uh, ever episode and I so I complained I said why aren't I on Wikipedia I have a podcast I've done three episodes you know? <laughs> I think I, should, I deserve Bullshit. it taking the industry by storm so even at that time one of our listeners made, went and took the initiative and went out and got me a Wikipedia page I had my own Wikipedia page Pete Van Dyke I was right up there host alive from the Dutch Hall. And then uh, they took it down. They said it was insignificant, and they, Jim F. Bleak was the guy's name. They did it, and he said, "I'm insignificant, and I haven't accomplished anything. And there's no, uh, I need uh, some something to document that I really am who right. I say I am, yeah. or whatever, who she says I was, or whatever." Fucking Bleak. <laughs> but uh, now I have two newspaper articles that they wrote about me. Two of them. One in the Norfolk News a year ago. Great article written by, uh, by I think, uh, J.P. Andriashi. Good article about Live from the Dutch Hall. Mm-hmm. And then just now on Saturday, uh, another article came out about Live from the Dutch Hall and, and it was in the Simcoe Reformer. And then, unbeknownst to us, showed up in the Brantford Expositor, yeah. the big city big. newspaper. Whoa. Right? Big I didn't city. even know that. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. A5. A5. Whoa. There's sections yeah. of... Of yeah. paper. Wow. Yeah, where there's multiple sections, and, and I'm in one of them. And A, the first one. Wow. Oh, it's got to be a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> but is it Wikipedia worthy? Well, yeah, now there's so. two different newspapers that will confirm who I am, right? Right. That's, so like, I got the... There's no reason... I can't do it myself because they say that's a conflict of interest. But anybody that's listening to the show can go on to, on to Wikipedia and submit an article about either myself or Life from the Dutch Hall... And cite those two articles, and Bob's your uncle. I'm immortalized. No big deal. So I think it Let's can. Ha- it. It's realistic that I can probably beg week after week until my <laughs> listeners get sick of hearing about it, and then goals for 2016. There you go. I promise. Only, write it down. 
I did. Oh. I promise. Oh, uh, it's on the list. I, I promise only to complain about it when um, <laughs> when I have a Wikipedia guest here. Mm. Okay, that's oh. a deal. Oh, right? I, I like that. It's right. a deal to the listeners, so I'm not bitching about it every week. But if I have a, if I went out and got a Wikipedia guest like Shane Bergman, Shane Bergman yeah. Grey Cup champion, Shane Bergman, you know, Norfolk's hero. Uh, <laughs> Toast right? to the town. Who, who's, who's a bigger deal than you There's in Norfolk? Norfolk right now? Right now? Yeah. It's Chuck Norris in town. Because Rob Blake, he's a he's old news, buddy. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't win anything this year. Right? I didn't win anything this year, though. So yeah, but you're the most recent anything. winner. You still play. Oh, Elaine Shuley. Elaine Shuley won gold medal oh, for the girls. Oh, yeah, good point. Oh, there you go. Okay. Good point. She did. Oh, yeah. Your last year's your your last year's right news. Yeah, last year's news yeah, in Norfolk. Right? Right? You just got to win next you, year. I don't even know if we still want to. You still want to talk to him yeah, at the end of the show? Know. Seems like a pretty <laughs> good guy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways... Uh, we got two articles in the paper, and I gotta say this latest one. I, I got the only thing I want to say about it. Number one, it was great. We got a lot of uh, we got a lot of uh, um, new listeners from it. I mean, it was a huge spike in our listeners nice. from the day that uh, it came out, and then uh, and then also we got a lot more people reaching out uh, to us, which was also great. Great. Uh, so maybe people will be listening to this show. Oh my goodness gracious! We had a new visitor <laughs> come in live from the Dutch holy Hall, holy. and I tell you, it's it's one of our greatest uh, uh, bartender assistants. He showed die? up, and uh, he's wearing <laughs> he a is. he's wearing a tie. I've never wow. seen you dress, dress so dapperly, Barney. I I, I, I I'm I've sorry. Never. Yeah, please do. Yeah, yeah I just uh, came from the Steelheads banquet, so oh, I had, oh you yeah. coach out a little bit this year. So I kind of. I didn't have any dress pants because I've uh, lost a little bit of weight over the last little bit. So my dress pants looked like MC Hammer pants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when I, I did them up, you'd button the, the bottoms together and do the top up. It you look like Bieber. Like balloon, <laughs> balloon pants on me. So I uh, I wore jeans. Well, you look great. Look I think this is this is an example to the rest of you guys. Holy. Steve, you're between, fitting in now. Between Steve and Barney, now we're looking like a bunch of schlubs around it here. It starts with one jacket. <laughs> yeah, that's how it starts. You know, you just... You got to just, uh, you, so we all classes show up as, if we start dressing better, you know? Hey, now we're getting noticed by so many people. Right. We might have to start dressing yeah. up. I'm going to start wearing pants to the show. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I haven't even thought about it before. No. I've just been wearing the thong I got for the yeah. last. <laughs> Wang dang. Wang. It's in time for all that snow. Yeah. So we got the, so then what I liked in the paper article that they, that came out was that they, they said penis in it, yes. which I was very happy about. It was like, key. It was awesome. Yeah, they said penis jokes and right in the paper, and I thought that's great. That's great. And because uh, I didn't, I didn't see that coming. And then the other thing I thought was good in the in the article was, um, oh shit, I forget the second point. Nothing. It was no, no. But it was a good. But that it was just, it was just kind of like I, I was as much as uh, I was not helping that guy write that article. Yeah. He ended up getting a pretty decent sto- uh, article out of it. Well, didn't you say that you were just being like, you were really just being yourself? Like Steve was playing stingers behind you while the guy was interviewing. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to get loose for the show. I wasn't, yeah. you know, I, I didn't want to take myself too seriously right. going into a show because it's gonna suck. Yeah. You know, have some fun. <laughs> yeah. So I ended up. Uh, anyways, it was great to, to thank. Uh, was it Jacob? Jacob Robinson. Man. Robinson for coming in. He wrote a good article, and uh, so we really do thank you from the Simcoe Reform because it ended up giving us a bunch of new listeners. So if you are one of the new listeners, and welcome to the show. Yeah, yeah thanks, Jacob. The only other thing we got to talk about, we did a little tribute at the uh, beginning of the show to um, David Bowie, who passed mm-hmm. away this week at the age of sixty-nine. Uh, you know. Uh, you went to see him, didn't you? See mm-hmm. live, Mike. Have you ever been to see Bowie? Oh, I wish never. No. Shane, 
Never. Never, never. Never, no. You guys? No. Nope. So Steve's the only one that's been C. Bowie, right? That's How long ago was it? Uh, it was uh, May of 2004. May? So he was. And apparently that was his last tour. Like at the end of that tour, it was done in October. Right. He played two more shows in New York City, but both times in 05 and 06, uh, it was just like a walk on. Think like he played three songs with Alicia Keys in 2006. Really? Oh yeah. So you you were in the it. last run of um, yeah, like the last full show or no or, or the, that last full the tour. last four, full tour. tour. Right, right. But I mean, it was fantastic. I mean, he opened with Rebel Rebel and he he closed with Ziggy Stardust. No like, way. Yeah, yeah. who cares what happens in between? Yeah. And yeah. it was awesome what happened in between. But I listened to a lot of David Bowie's catalog just today. You know, as I'm as I'm getting ready. Yeah. And uh, some of the songs you listen to, you like you kind of forget how good they were. Yeah. And then other ones, you're like, these are god-awful. They're just oh, terrible, right? Like, they're just the worst things ever. Yeah. And you're like, how could it be such a swing, you know? <laughs> yeah. But I think that was the, it was kind of the example that guy lived. He was always kind of pushing the, what he could do, limits, trying yeah. to reinvent himself. And when you're doing that, sometimes you kind of go in a where people don't get it. Yeah, not know? everything is a is a diamond in the rough. Yeah, and when you're reinventing yourself all the time, you're yeah. like, it, then you're different all the time. Well, it's not going to appeal. I don't like everything, yeah. you know, so... <laughs> There'd be things I'd like and things I don't. Yep, yep. But the la what I do like about Bowie more than anything else is that he dies at 69, right? Yep. He he works on this new album and does the videos and shit for Have you seen it online at, at yeah, the videos crazy. and stuff? It's great, right? It's awesome. it's really, really good. Probably some of it, like, it's really, uh, like... Um, well, we we were talking about yeah. it, like, before it, Christmas. Before, yeah, before this happened. And yeah. Steve sent it to us to say, check it out. And we was like, what the... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very creative. Very creative, you know. And this is a guy... Yeah, he releases it um, on his 69th birthday and then dies two days later, right? Yeah, it's crazy. So it's like this is a guy whose like last piece, died. like his yeah. swan song, knows he's dying, comes out with this piece. Once it's done, he's finished everything he's got to do, then you die, That's right? right? Yeah. That's the way to do well, it. One of the last things he did, apparently, uh, his last Twitter follower um, was God. God? So, so he, he he was following God. Oh, really? As of like last week or something ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Uh, God, I follow God, too, on Twitter. Yeah. And he said uh, what God said this week was he goes, uh, he says, uh, David Bowie, Lemmy, and uh, Alan Rickman, uh, sorry. That's what he said. <laughs> it was, that's what God tweeted. Yeah, he did take Celine Dion's husband, so oh, mm. I, I guess that. I didn't know that he died too. That he old, that today. old guy. Yeah. It was kind of was it like? She's back on the market. How long boy. has he been that old guy? <laughs> well, Since he, the get go. I think he was after her when she was like fourteen or something like that. Like he was a real dirty guy, and then they got married and stuff like that. So I guess it's okay, right? <laughs> so now she's like, been partying really hard in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like we were we were talking about this earlier. Jennifer Connelly was in the labyrinth with David Bowie, right? Yeah. Yep. And then she was also in Requiem for a Dream, right? <laughs> yes. Totally different roles. Absolutely. Totally different roles, right? One of them is a kind of a kids movie with Jim Henson, and the other one involves a double-headed uh, pleasure device, you know, <laughs> that she does things with. Right? Very different. Not really. So, I mean, Labyrinth had a lot of Jim Henson stuff, so that's a lot of hands up puppets' butts. Oh, that is very similar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is very similar. Good point. Draw that Steve. part. Apparently. Yeah, very, very good point. What she was drawn to. Those right. Similarities. But anyways, I was saying, like, if you go back and watch Labyrinth, after you've seen that, you might you'd be looking at her in Labyrinth age, which is probably too young. Absolutely. And you'd be you'd be still turned on by her from the older work that you've seen, right? That's right. Like Alicia Cuthbert, right? She was on Popular Mechanics for Kids. Oh, yes. Yes. Right? Now she's really hot. And then yeah. and, and she's and she's a grown-up, right? That's right. 
but you watch popular mechanics for kids when it's on TV and your kids are watching and you're like, she grows up to be really hot. Mm -hmm. And then you just, you're like, wow, she's already older, you know, like, you know, what's going to happen. So it's confusing, (laughs) you know, (laughs) because you can see the older hot version of her still in the kid. And then, you know, you get all weird. You wonder if you're, uh, if you should check yourself in or register on some list. Right? You know what I mean? No, it's the same for everybody. Right? Like, who's another one example of that? Like, um, the code of fanning, right? She's yeah, That's right. She Is she hot, though? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Not It's uncomfortable comfort. either way. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They played she's her such in, a young girl. And- Christina Ricci. How about yeah. that? There's oh, one yeah. right there. Yeah. Christina yeah. Ricci in, uh, in Adam's family. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. She's a kid. Wednesday. But she's hot, like. Forever yeah. after that, she's one of my favorites. Sure. Oh, Christina Ricci's hot. Right? See that one she was in with uh, Samuel Jackson, uh, uh, Black Snake. Level oh like goodness, that. she's sexy and that all sweaty. I always like when girls are like, they're like they're, it's like in the <laughs> in like the in like New Orleans or something like that. And they're all sweaty, all their clothes are sticking to them yeah, and stuff no, like that. They're, oh. they're down in like a swamp. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I like that. It feels good. It feels right. <laughs> a lot of fog around. So, anyways, uh, David Bowie is one of those guys. It's like you, you, you. Now that he's dead, you kind of pay more attention to him, of course. But like uh, an artist, at the end. And I think Paul, this week, uh, the bar since you got us a drink in front of us, we'll do a little toast to David Bowie. Good call. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, to let's do it to Lemmy as well, and to yeah. uh, Snape or Alan Rickman from a from a Die Hard. It was the best. <laughs> And Celine, and Celine, and Celine, Dion, and Celine Dion's pervy husband. Oh, old man. All right, cheers. Was that just a straight old Jager bomb, Paul? Chip? Yes, that tasted oh. like a Jager bomb. It did taste like Thank a Jager bomb. Oh, dead air. There's a nice big stretch of it. Oh, nice. nice. If you guys no. were listening to that silence, that was when we were drinking. Sorry, I was abso- absolutely terrified by the way you uh, handed me that shot tonight. You survived. <laughs> I was like, shit. There might be something else in it. So you guys, uh, are you guys cool or what? What's yeah, cool? we're all right. You're cool. He gave it back. He returned yeah. the lighter. Is it in the same condition that he stole it? <laughs> yes. yes. Exact same. Condition. I told you exactly what I was gonna. I'll put it in my guitar case. I won't. Then you I won't yeah. lose it. I won't use it. I'll never and use it. Show up. I, I See, didn't really. Lucky of... that Charters didn't take it. Because it would. I'd never get never it back. Get it back because he's never here. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is right. Well played, Steve. Yeah. You know. Um, I think that's uh, we got to get to our guests coming up. Yeah. Before we do that, I think we should do a little segment of a show that we call Feedback. Uh, we got feedback. We got feedback. Feedback. Well, welcome to Feedback. We got feedback, everybody. You know, uh, we already did our Amazon thing, so I'm going to spare you that. Thank you. But if you go to our website, you can also get a, a print out a coupon for uh, some deals at VG Meats. You can go to either Simcoe or Stony Creek. And to get some great deal on steaks and hamburger and, uh, and and fill up your freezer with some great food, I'm okay. And uh, the other the other uh, sponsor we got to mention is LakesideVista.ca. Lakeside Vista. If you want to go to the their website, www.LakesideVista.ca, check out one of the great properties in in Ontario, really in the world. Mm. Great for hosting any of your big events, uh, no matter how large or small. And hey, if you got a good idea. Um, I'm sure both of the owners of uh, Lakeside Vista will be happy to hear it. Just give them a shout or go online and, and check out what they got. Because Lakeside Vista... Where the views are beautiful, but the memories, memories they are even bad. better. <laughs> Ooh, I like that it was like Ooh. a stereo one. No, Paul, Paul's in the band and also <laughs> like vo- vocals tonight. Yeah, he, awesome. had, he added some bass. He added some bass to it. It was really good. It's like a warm like blanket yeah. over me. Oh, I yeah. loved it. 
<laughs> now, we got a new sponsor this week. It's the greatest. I can't even believe that uh, this sponsor wasn't here since week one. Now that we've got them on board, because it's such a great fit to the show. Yeah. It's Van Dyke Party Service. Oh, hey, Van Dyke Party Service. Basically, yeah. what it is is uh, for a fee, and this fee is going to be uh, expenses and $100 of cold hard cash. Simple math. Yeah. We will give you five Van Dykes, and we will bring them to your shitty party and make it way better. <laughs> and this is a guarantee, folks. Now, we're not going to give you back the... Uh, we're not going to give you back the the expenses because those are already been drank through us. <laughs> that's but part of the night. <laughs> that's part of the night. You don't get that back. But we will give you $100 cold hard cash back if you don't say that was a way better party having us there than not having us there. Wow. We can't guarantee you which five Van Dykes will come. Could be any of us. Could be any of us. There's many, many Van Dykes to choose from. Y you can pick your favorites. But no matter what we do, we guarantee you five Five Dutch studs mm -hmm. are gonna Whoa. show are gonna show up, and we're gonna have a great time. They carry some sort of musk, <laughs> right? And if you're dudes, like you might say, like, I'm a dude, you know, I don't want a bunch of musky guys coming over, you know, that are gonna like be uh, terrific. We're gonna have a great time, yeah. you know. Maybe uh, you, your yes, uh, dressing room after hockey is boring. Yeah, get a five Van Dykes in there, but you're gonna have a great time. <laughs> That's right. It's worth it. and the expenses of dressing rooms maybe only like. Eight or nine beers a person. Yeah, big deal. Times five, whatever that is. Yeah. 40 beers. You end up going to Nicky's. You end up getting crazy. <laughs> what, what? No big deal. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> if you, like, I, there's a lot of people out there. And I don't know, Shane, you can you see this in your life? You know, like, uh, like there's a lot of people out there really boring. You know, is that, is, is that true? Do you see them? You don't seem boring to me. You seem like you're pretty, you're, you're pretty fun guy. Some people are boring, but. I don't know. I don't really hang out with the boring people. All my friends are pretty fun. They're, yeah. Are they really? Yeah, yeah, I think so. That's why yeah. they're your friends. Yeah, exactly. That's why they're your friends. But there's a lot of people, like, like I've been into a couple, where they, people will make their party real frou-frou, you know? They'll make it really nice mm. or whatever. Mm. But it sucks. Gross. It's not fun at all. There's not five Van Dykes there. That's what they need. It's <laughs> <laughs> really what you need. So anyways, Van Dyke uh, Party Service. Right now, if you'd like to get a hold of them for your event, go to Life in the Dutch Hall uh, no, go uh, give them an email at life of the Dutch Hall gmail.com and I'll get it to Van Dyke Party Services. <laughs> right? We have a captain of that team. Yes, we do. <clears throat> but uh, anyone can support that captain, but he is he is the best. He is the leader. And it is no one in this room, but we have one Van Dyke as a superstar. Yes. You get him on board. He is a professional. You're party. probably going to want him at each one, at each yes. party. At each party. Really, I think yeah, we can, we hopefully can make that guarantee, but we can't. We have to pass that through his wife, which might be the difficult part. So um, that's so feedback. We got feedback this week. Man, I couldn't believe it when we got that. Uh, we got that article written about us, and we got feedback from all uh, different sorts. Um, first of all, before we get into that, I want to just we haven't welcomed new listeners from all over the place. We've got a lot of new listeners, so I just wanted to welcome any all of our new listeners. Uh, for to the show, we got listeners from Port Elgin, Ontario. Oh, oh. Port Elgin, great town. Oh yeah, we got Bergio, Newfoundland. Right oh, nice. now, that's important because that's the last province of Canada I needed, and now All I got right. every province of Canada is listening right. to the show. Yeah, Newfoundland's on board. We have go. Northville, Michigan, Los Angeles, California, Cali. Iceland, California. I've never even heard of that. Iceland, California, <laughs> and Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yep. Working in the steel plant, yep. listening live from the Dutch Hall. Dutch Hall's been through that town. Yeah, yeah, it's a great town. <laughs> great That'd be a good road trip, yep. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yep. Yeah, that's a fun town. Lots of bridges. Yeah, lots of bridges. We got to get a couple out of the way early this year, guys, because it's getting late. It's already in the middle of January. <laughs> but anyways, we got we, there's a lot of ways you can give us feedback on live from the Dutch Hall. 
One of the ways is on iTunes. And this week on iTunes, we got uh, a new a new person giving us feedback. They went on to the iTunes and they went to the feedback section. They gave us five stars. Five, five stars. stars. All right. And this is from Shareholder3. Shareholder3 says, great episode. I can't wait to hear the progress of your fitness goals. And we haven't, we didn't even get to that. So fitness goals. Boys, just to, just to make this listener happy, mm-hmm. what is, just go around the table here. What has everyone done this week to, uh, to uh, chase your dreams of being a more fit and healthy person? Steve, we'll start with you. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I've been, I've been a little bit under the weather. So, uh, oh, so I was going to start this week, uh, and it snowed. And uh, I don't have a snowblower, so I, I handball my driveway. You've been in my driveway. Yeah, it's a big driveway. It's a big freaking driveway. So that's three hours of snow shoveling. In Did days. you weigh yourself yet? I have not. Oh, yeah. But I bet I'll do it. Yeah, you should. I'll do, do it. Right now. Yeah, yeah, do it right <laughs> now. There you go. Get in there, Steve. Paul, before we get... Paul, what uh, you hear, you're here with your inspiration sitting beside you. Yeah. He's just like, weathering away heavy. beside yeah, you. Yeah, you, you, have a, you have your inspiration. What have you done uh, this week to keep up on your, your miraculous <laughs> transformation? <laughs> well, a couple, a couple of uh, uh, exercise sessions. Right. And then... Uh, oh. And then... Um, uh, some cabbage soup diet for lunch all week. Cabbage soup. Oh, it was great too. It's delicious. Hey, okay. some cabbage soup and uh, some snow removal. There you go, Michael. I am going to jump on board with the uh, snow removal. I have also done that as as. A... Yeah, but you gained weight. Yes, and then uh, <laughs> I decided to uh, gain a pound again uh, this week. Chicken wings and another game of hockey. Yeah, and that, uh, <laughs> a pound a week I'm on. Right a now. pound gaining, a week. gaining. Yes, Michael. I don't know. I am. Mean, I'm going the other. You're going to have the biggest. If the rewards for the biggest transformation, then uh, you may actually win. But it's going to be the other way. <laughs> Steve, Steve, what'd you weigh? Uh, I got an error. Oh, error. Okay, that's good. Error. I wish I had an error. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't tell you you've gotten fatter. But uh, I want to say so. That's the fitness goals. I one other person we have to check in with is Charter. So I I checked in with Charters today. The rooster. He's not able to be here today because of his uh, his commitment to his family like feeding them and giving him a house captain of industry yeah boo captain. anyway say charge what'd you do this week and he said i tried uh, his weight loss technique this week was sleep deprivation increased stressors from intense manufacturing job and no beer so he's done fuck all and then no beer no beer is real yeah. but no the rest of it is just him living life and that's nothing you know like that's a sleep deprivation what a He's done nothing. It sounds like he's done nothing. He's probably still lost another five pounds yeah. just from that, just from him, the beer, because he's a drunk. That's what I think it is. On his way to 180. All right. Well, thank you to shareholder three. I can only imagine who that is, but uh, I think they might be a shareholder. And that's another thing. If you want to donate to Life of the Dutch Hall, mm-hmm. you can just go on my website and do it. It's very easy. Um, another thing I got was a, a Twitter. You know, I got a, I, I have a Twitter, Dutch Hall on Twitter. Is that a and tweet I, or a twat? Well, I got a, tw- I got someone that's tweeting me. You can either direct message me on Twitter or this person uh, just tweeted and he gave me an at, at Dutch Hall. Enjoy the videos. Keep up the good work. And I don't know if he must have been on our YouTube videos or, hmm. uh, this is from Bobby52Mash hmm. at uh, Twitter, good right? Guy. Yeah, well, Bobby, he's a Delhi boy, I think. And uh, he, he loves the show. He's trying to get people from Petrolia listen too. And this is something I liked. His second tweet came out, and he was saying he he gave a tweet to one of his friends, and he said, "Tell this, give, give this person the link to the show." 
uh, this is how we do it in Delhi. You know, you Petrolia people got to wake up pretty early to, to keep up with our guys, right? <laughs> so real proud of us. And then, uh, so for that reason, I'm going to name this uh, Bobby 52 Mash the Listener of the Week. All right. Yeah. He's the Listener of the Week. This is his week. Bobby Mash. Yeah, good boy, Bobby. Um, Bobby. You know what? I also got um, I got a message on Facebook. Lovely. On the Facebook Messenger. Yeah, live from the Dutch on Facebook. You know, oh, you can go there, do likes or whatever. Well, I got one, I got some feedback on that one. It was from Ella. Ella on Facebook. She says, Pete, exclamation point. I just read the article in the Brantford Expositor. This is when I knew that we had made the big time because yeah. this is the first I heard of it. <laughs> About your podcast. I haven't laughed so hard in a long time. Listen to an old episode talking about Dave's Lenten observance. That was awesome. <laughs> Take care, Ella. So thank you very much yeah, to Ella for reaching out to us on Facebook. And the last uh, piece of feedback I got here was from live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com. Someone sent me an email at that, at that email address. And you know what it was? It was our shareholder and a great supporter of the show, Mr. Brett. Oh. And Mr. Brett had given us a message, and he gave it under the title, uh, I'll Give You Feedback. It says, hey, Pete, happy new year. Eh, January 8th, happy new year. <laughs> I don't know. Like, when is it uh, too late, you know? January 9th. January 9th. Some people think it's the first, if you if it's the first time you saw someone right. in the new year, you can say it. I think that's how yeah. he was playing it, yeah. Yeah. It's okay. I give it a first couple of weeks. Yeah. But if I'm even now, it's what is it, the 14th? Yeah, we're yeah. far enough. Jesus, yeah. I hear someone say it now. Anyways, uh, happy new year, he says. As a shareholder, I feel obligated to give you straight feedback. And that's 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 corporate bullshit too when he says straight, because I know I work for that same company this guy works for. That's uh, he's been he's been uh, given some language to say. He's gonna give me some straight feedback, and I don't and I will do it in the form of a shit sandwich, he says. <laughs> I listened to the Goals for 2016 and Jibberish episode and uh, while I was on a five-hour drive to Ottawa solo with my dog. I laughed excessively when you talked about what you did last week, especially when Dave worked out once and lost five pounds. <laughs> that part was hilarious, so positive feedback. Good job, Dave. Yeah. The phone call to the Barbies was bad. <laughs> the sound was poor and it dragged on too long and quite frankly those girls were downright irritating <laughs> they, they may be attractive but their squawking american voices tempted me to turn off the episode for the first time since your annoying cousin-in-law argued with you wow. <laughs> oh, oh, he's spot on yeah <laughs> wow. i'll tell you what a respectable man a scathing review from our shareholder i gotta say to the women to the ladies that have uh, that have been on the show she says, you almost blurted out the Barbies would be shareholders when they said they spent 200 bucks on you guys. As a shareholder, I say no fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and another thing. Uh, that Mexican rattle you play sure pissed off my dog. And I haven't, I haven't trying to hold it away from the mic, yeah. Um, that might be the best feedback ever. It's pretty good, eh? Yeah. <laughs> On the bright side, the band is getting better and better. Keep up the good work. All so right. shout out to Nocturnal Emissions, yeah. eh? So that's, uh, you know, that, that was, was me part of it. Well, look out. Yeah. What? <laughs> look out. So the only guy that we have to talk to yet, and I don't even know if he's given us any feedback this week. I haven't seen it, uh, but uh, it's our good buddy. He's, he's here every week with us. 
he gives us gives us feedback each and every week. And this week, hopefully, is no exception. We got to go see if he's given us any. It's the Haitian Dwarf. Let's hear it for him. Hi ho, hi ho! It's off to bed we go. Your salty drink comes out my dink. Hi ho, hi ho! Oh, it's getting so much more fun to do that we one. Nailed it. Yeah, we really did. Well, the Haitian Dwarf, he's really giving us feedback each and every week, and I don't know if this week's going to be any different. I'm just trying to bring it up now. <laughs> it was salty drink out the dink, if you didn't hear that. <laughs> right, right. I know last week my wife listened to the show, and she said when we said our line for the Haitian Dwarf thing, and she heard our reaction to the line, but she didn't hear the lines, she went back and listened to it a couple times to make sure she could hear properly what we were saying. That was your eye is black because you talk back. Yes. Yeah. Hi Just ho. to clear that up. Yes. Just to clear that up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, it was a event. I'm trying to get into. Uh, no, the Haitian dwarf has not given me feedback this week. Where he uh, did, he did, but it has not come through. Mm. Uh, it's a real, it's a real disappointment. Real disappointment. Technology. Technology. Well, no, it's not. It's a, it's the iTunes. They sometimes hold up the Haitian dwarf's feedback because uh, it's controversial. Let's blame it on the snowstorm. Ooh, oh, maybe he's, he's that poor little guy's in a snowbank somewhere. Used to snow down stuck there. like stuck like Winnie the Pooh in his, in his honey hole. Right. You know, like out of a snowbank. Mm-hmm. You know, tossed there by some frat boy after, after you know. Yeah party or something like that maybe a hockey maybe like a, you go to lakeside vista for a nice uh, birthday party hire the haitian dwarf throw him against the wall right oh shit that should have been a goal setting yeah for the year that's a beautiful view what to throw a little person yes velcro suit sorry i find it to be objective uh, objectifying those little guys but if we can get the dwarf and it's what he does he right. takes pride in it's like those little chinese people that make sneakers they're kids and everything but they're damn good at making sneakers and they learn to trade you know, so why are you to take it away from them? These guys are great. Why don't you tell them they're doing a good job? You know, if that same kid that's making sneakers, I don't know if you agree with this. Bergman, you're here. <laughs> Bergman, because you're, you're a farm boy, right? You grew up on a tobacco farm. How old were you when you drove a tractor for the first good time? question. I don't know. I think like eight or nine. Yes. Eight. Exactly. Yeah, easy. And you're 6'3", right? <laughs> Two hundred pounds, close. Yeah. but like eight or nine, and it was like that wasn't even like that's. I would say that's mid range. That's right. not even. I was gonna say seven in my head. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. Like that's the thing. That's like normal. it was it pretty normal, right? Yeah. Like but you and, drive it like your dad just puts it in creeper gear. It might have been like even yeah seven or six. Yeah, just driving in creeper gear and you pick up the pipe. That's right. You just drive straight. Like, yeah. Yeah. Turn the first shot. Right? Right. Picking up pipe. Don't yeah. turn. Yeah, just, just go, go straight. straight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Put in this pedal when we tell you to stop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the thing, even that uh, the Bob, the listener of the week this week, when he sent in, I said, you're always welcome to come in and to be in the studio audience. And he said, well, uh, I don't want to come in and Lent because uh, I use Prime Machine Talk, he said. That's how I knew he's from Delhi. <laughs> Once I heard Prime Machine Talk, I'm like, oh, this guy's from Delhi. And there's no way, there's no way he's not. That, we knew exactly what he meant there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like dressing room talk, eh? Yeah, you might say cunt. Yeah. I was a kill hanger, so I didn't get to have that kind of banter in the no. field, you know? I sat by myself and thought about things. <laughs> you, probably, you probably swore a lot of yeah. to yourself. Find yourself talking to yourself. Yeah, yeah a oh, bunch yeah. there. Solitary li- living. It's, I always find myself by myself going a little crazy, eh? Something, something's never changed. It's still doing it. But if you're lucky, you look out that window and see some hot girls maybe down there. Yeah. Unless they're your relatives, then you're, yeah, then you're I didn't. I, I don't think I really had the luxury. I had a couple sisters and I had... And then we with mustaches. Yeah, and yeah, we usually didn't hire the best the best looking girls at our farm. I, I don't remember. I any had of my them. sisters too, so unfortunately yeah. I had nothing. 
and it was no good. No. So uh, what I, my favorite part about hang and kill was was when there was a bee's nest in there, <laughs> and then uh, like I'd be hang and kill all day long with this bee's nest, bees just buzzing around my head. My brother would come in to pick up leaves, you know, as a younger kid. As soon as he comes in, like five bees sting on me. Like, I can stay there the whole day. As soon as he comes in one time, you get you get stung all the time. Eh? They hate you, eh? Yeah. Maybe bees the, hate musk. Bees I, hate robot musk. Well, I have the same fucking problem. No kidding. Bees oh. hate me too. Oh, there it is. The musk. Bees hate the musk. That's you what it have is. A lighter sign of the musk. I don't think I have it like you guys do. I don't. I'm not that. as good with the women as you are. He doesn't have it. No, I'm not. I don't even know if I have the musk because I have been so many places with you guys, and I tell you. I put my I put my uh, my handsomeness against either one of you sons of bitches, but no women like me like you guys. That's the truth. You line up the like Paul will sit there. I've seen it a million times, and Paul's a devoted family man. I'm not trying to say anything bad about you, Paul, but women like you more than they like me. There's just no way you say nothing. You just stand beside me. Well, the girl in Nashville said, "You're the kind of guy that they marry, and I'm the kind of guy you fuck." But nobody wants to get married. Nobody <laughs> simple. Um, is that another new sponsor? <laughs> That's Van Dyke Party Service. <laughs> Van Dyke Party Service, yeah. Yeah, and what's good, too, is most of us are very devoted to our women. Oh, so what we, we do at Van Dyke Party Service, we come to your party, we get your women all roiled up with musk, but then you, you get them. We, right. we feed them yeah, to you. We, leave. we hand them to you, you know, like a gentleman. For 100 bucks, a whole cold hour of cash? It's great. A few beers? Plus expenses. Expenses can get a little... <laughs> You know, depending, depending on the length of the party. Yes, yeah, expenses we tend to drink go. a bit. Yeah. And sometimes we have lavish tastes. We have to keep us in the lifestyle we've grown accustomed to. <laughs> <laughs> right? The Dutch yeah, bush, all bush light and Bud Light. Yeah. yeah I, I like Bush Light and Bud Light. <laughs> Can you handle it? <laughs> oh, no. Wait, wait. These guys are rich. Let's go Miller Light. Oh, yes, Miller That's <laughs> true. Yeah. The Ritzy Light. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that's feedback. We got feedback, right? So today is my great honor to welcome our guest. This is their second time coming. It's his second time in live from the Dutch Hall. He is, as I said, an offensive lineman for the Calgary Stampeders and a local boy from Teeterville, Ontario. Shane Bergman's in the house. As you ever seen. Yes. Good to be back. Now, Shane. Now, this is another season's gone by since the last time we were together. Like last season, you were coming off. You know, riding high, a, a great cup champion, and this year, uh, this year we weren't. What we, wasn't you know wasn't the, your year as far as uh, winning another one back to back, but uh, you made the made the playoffs and uh, had some other successes. But what I'm, I'm curious about is you come in this year. You know, like uh, really last year was your first full year. Would you say? Yeah, my first full year playing. Playing right. So you're still, even though you were there a bit the year before, you, you kind of still felt like a rookie last year. Would you say that's true? Uh, no, I didn't feel like a rookie, but you just like you still had a lot like to I was learn. a rookie in the play, like oh. in, in the game. Right, like right. That's where I was a rookie. And now this sure. year, when you go back, you got like a now you got a couple years under your belt. Like, yeah. did it was it different walking into camp this year? Like, oh yeah, big time. Was a lot more? Was there a lot more people asking you questions than you you asking the questions? Um, you know, one thing I noticed, I could like help the rookies out more than I could like you know say last year mm -hmm. like they came in and they had questions about the playbook and actually actually I actually could give them feedback but like I remember my first year like it was like uh it was terrible I couldn't you know do anything I couldn't do anything with the playbook and I remember asking those same questions to the vets so. right right and now yeah. you get to now you get to be uh, give it back you right know? Yeah, yeah it feels kind of cool yeah yeah so that's neat so like uh you like it then you like yeah. being able to do that right to repay yeah, exactly it? no I do like so, it and now because of that, you know, it kind of does open your eyes to a different part of the game because now you're in, you kind of almost, when you do that, when you like uh, get to 
usher or see another person develop because of some of the things you, you taught them or you, some of the little help you gave them. Yeah. Does that kind of open your eyes to, or do you, does that um, lead you, like, do you think more about coaching or something like that down the road or is that um, not an appeal to you? I don't know. Like I'm, I'm coaching. I'm help, actually helping with the Steelheads this year. Um, doing some uh, like skills and drills camps with them. And I love coaching. Oh yeah. But uh, like I, I actually love helping out kids. I always go to my, to my high school at Waterford and I help those kids out and like, when you see a kid like listen to you and then you actually like when you teach him a technique and he listens to you and he uses that technique and he, you know he 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 beats the guy or he dominates the guy in front of him it actually feels really good to you know to see him actually you know be like a sponge and like learn that technique and and use it on the field right right yeah so the kids are what you really like to see yeah i like the you, kids for sure now do you see a difference in the high school program now versus when you were there like, was it a big deal? Like, it seems like it's like a Friday night lights feel around here about football now. Like, where, yeah. or like the people like pay attention to the high school football games. At least you think I know. They do? I'm not around here anymore for the high school football games. Right? I think because they play gone. night games now. And I think the night games. I heard they do a couple Friday night lights games like they had in Delhi. And they, they have a different year or a different place every year, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. The Delhi does one every year. Delhi does one every year. It's, pr- it's pretty, bi- think, pretty busy for that game. Yeah. Oh, but they just do one. Yeah, and I think Waterford did one, so I think other schools yeah. are having them as well now. Yeah, yeah, and everyone says that they they do good, which is awesome. Like we never had that when I was no. in school, so that's, no, really that's cool. I think I it's gonna, you never played in one actually. Never, no. No, I think that's great though. When you make it an event, like then at least uh, well, that's awesome. I don't know. It's I think it's good for everybody. You know, the community yeah. to gather around that stuff too. Like, no, definitely. I think football needs to be like, you know, definitely become bigger around here, and you know, that's a great way to do it. Yeah, well, it has sure. like Barney's. Barney just came from the football banquet himself, and. Mm-hmm. You know, like now that that league that we have for minor football in this area, that's how long has that been around for? Uh, this is their, their fourth year. Uh, next year will be their fifth year. And awesome. uh, yeah, this year we won two championships. Uh, the Adams division won championships and uh, the Bantam division won the championship. And this is for all, uh, all four of the divisions made it to the semifinals. That's amazing. That yeah. is amazing. It yeah. Is, yeah. Four it's years it's to get to that. Year. Awesome. Like yeah. all those kids that play that football are going into grade nine right. starters. Like, oh, yeah. where Definitely. when I played football in high school, I sat on the bench for the first two years, got to play in grade 11, right? Like, oh, like yeah. some of those Bantam players were better than high school football. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, they like, were stunning out there. They're going to go out there and dominate. So, are these, sorry to interrupt, are these kids from our all our area? Yeah, is, yeah, they can. Uh, I think uh, I, I don't know where the, the borderline is to go to Brantford or whatever, right. or if there even is a border. But it's mostly line Norfolk now. kids? Yeah, just mostly That's Norfolk awesome. kids, all awesome. the way from like. Boston to like let's kick ass, man. Port yeah. Rowan, right? Yeah. So they, they put those corn-fed uh, farm kids up against the the city city kids. kids? Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's funny. Like um, they don't have enough. They don't have as much room to grow out in the city, right? Yeah, They're yeah, closer yeah. together. They can't grow right. as big, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, uh, injuries. That's there's a lot of injuries in football, and it's uh, it's funny to see the Steelheads. Uh, like a lot of the times, if our kids got hurt, they made it off the field. Like a uh, like none of the kids really laid down while they were uh, while they were out there. It was uh, it was a really good year. Like uh, all the teams played great this year. Yeah, it's nice to see. It's ni- definitely nice to see the um, that coming in because it's going to make. It's just a. It's just nice to see that you have that outlet for any kid that's going to take to it, eh? And they're going to be so much more uh, so much more educated in the game than mm-hmm. what we've had in Canada. Like if you look at. Um, American like the American programs like they got to be they're like they've they're so far ahead of us as far as um how how early they start and how big of importance they put on it don't would you say yeah you know what I would say they start like it's like hockey here 
They right, start right. when they're right. three years right. old, four years old. As soon as you can, they start running, they put cleats on them. Yeah, yeah. Like, and they're playing football. So it's second nature, eh? They don't yeah. even think about it, right? Exactly. Yeah. But, uh, and you know what I think is improving down or up here, which uh, I think was lacking a little bit back when I played, was is the coaching. The coaching is so big. And I think that in the States, it's like, you know, they take so much pride in how well they coach technique and stuff. Yeah. And they, you know, they, they teach it when they're young. And so, you know, exactly, you said it becomes second nature, but it becomes second nature to do the right thing. Right, right. And, like, I think when I played, like, not so much, like, when I first started, like, it was second nature to do the wrong thing. I just did what I got told to do, but it's, you know, it's not proper. And right. And I think that's why they, like, the States has become, you know, there's so much more ahead, but, like, with the Steelheads and stuff, and I've been around them, and they have, like, some great coaches, and you can tell, like, you know, they're becoming a good, like you said, how many championships? Two? Two this year, yeah. yeah. For a team, four, four, four years in. Four years yeah. in? Yeah. That's, un- like, that's great. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. And you, I played for Brantford. And, like, you guys played Brantford and all those, like, teams. And I was, like, right? You played? Yeah, yeah. We played yeah. Brantford, Cambridge, Guelph, yeah. Kitchener, Waterloo. And I thought that was good football when I played, like, for because I played for the Bisons. Oh, yeah. And, like, I played when I was a little older, though. Right. I started when I was grade nine. Right. Yeah. But, like... That's pretty awesome. Yeah, like yeah. They're competing and they're beating everyone. Yeah, That's yeah. Cool. It's a local. Yeah, I think we had the same thing with rugby a bit a while ago too. When we started in rugby, we were we it took us a little bit to get there, but then we started to do well against the big city schools and stuff yeah. like that. Well, I know our high school rugby teams were dominant. Yeah, yeah. Like we were always in offsets and stuff. Was, yeah, but when fun. they started that program, no one had ever played or no. you know around there, but so they had to catch up to do with everyone yeah. else. But we caught up quick and then ended yeah. up being really good. So. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what it is about something in the water around yeah. here, or something about like the work, the type of work we have to do that breeds yeah. athletes. I don't know what it is. Work ethic. But there's been a lot of professional yeah. athletes, by population wise, in this area that have come out of here. Like between, I just yeah, cons- yeah, yeah, exactly like, by population wise. Yeah, like, like, I was at the Port Dover Steelheads last year doing what he just came from, and I did a speech, and there was a guy from Dover who. Is in the he's in the minors, but he got I forget what for what team, but he's pitches in the minors and he's working his way up. Well, John Axford was uh, was an all star, wasn't he? Yeah. John Axford, he's still a major league pitcher. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. closer, right? Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. He's bounced around, but he's still a major league pitcher. Yeah, yeah, that guy's a good pitcher. Yeah, so cool. like, yeah, and then they had the awesome. the the uh, girl that played that was a gold medal in soft and softball too, and then tons Megan of hockey Tim. players. Yeah. yeah, she's the best like softball pitcher in the world, yeah. isn't she? Not oh, our, mm-hmm. our girl, uh, Tim Meg. Yeah, Meg's the third base. Oh, oh. yeah, Meg Don't we have a pitcher from I'm Dover? Not, I'm not sure. We could. We totally could. I saw. I Dover thought was we, a hotbed for that. Yeah. I thought we had a pitcher from Dover yeah. that was like the best in the world. Yeah. yeah. So. But you know, I wanted. I just to get back to the season this year, Shane. You know, uh, I was going to say they had. Uh, can, can, Jane, while you're there, can you shut that furnace off, please? Just flip it to the side. There you go. Thank you. So this year, when you were you played, you had you had a couple of different setbacks this year as far as injury and. Uh, and uh, you had an illness at one point in time, right? Right. And um, so the illness, especially when you have to be out of lineup for something like that, you know, that's a tough pill to swallow, right? Because it comes out of nowhere. Not much you can do about it, right? Right. Um, but when you, I read the article in the paper about, you know, when you when you were out that game hmm. and someone else had filled in for you and they did a good job yep. or whatever. Oh, yeah. And you said, you know, you're really happy for him. You got the chance. He did a great job, and you're happy for him, right? Right, definitely. Sounds like a crock of shit a little bit, because because <laughs> if you're if you're that if you're that happy for that guy, you know, you know, and he gets too good, then it makes it tough on you, right? I mean, he take the only way for him to get a full time job would be for someone not to have one, right? So, 
<laughs> yeah, like it's if he f- went in there and did a way better job than I've ever done, I would. I don't know if I would say the same thing in the newspaper. <laughs> oh, okay. I'd be like, I think I would, but I'd be like, yeah. he did very well, and it's going to be very you know tough in practice coming up. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be it's going to be a fight, but like. You yeah, still yeah. did well, like where you still won the game and stuff. Yeah. Where you are happy you won the game and your your quarterback stayed up. Right. But so you are happy to a certain point. But you're right at that point. Like if he just came out and had a stellar game, and uh, yeah, yeah, you know, you lost like, your job, I wouldn't be that happy. So you're still confident enough that you were that in your own abilities right. to know that you did great. But yeah. uh, if it, if it comes between the two of us, all uh, yeah. he won't be able to move me. Right. Yeah. I felt <laughs> I felt comfortable. Like you never want to get too comfortable, but I had a little more sense of yeah, I was yeah. more comfortable this year. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. You know, before we get, in, I have some. I need some help from you, so we're gonna get into get right. into some help here. Before you do that, your your uh, teammate John Cornish retired, right? Right. Yep. This year, like one of nine the, years for number nine. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, CFL Player of the uh, of the Year a couple times, wasn't he? I think so. I'm not sure how many sure he like total like MVP of the league he got, but he like they basically named because they have Canadian mm-hmm. uh, the best Canadian of the league too. They basically named that the John Cornish Award. Oh, yeah. so really? he gets that. He didn't get it this year because he's like with injuries and all that stuff. But like he's got it every year except for this year. I've been up there in years past, and he's won MVP of the league a whole bunch of times. And he was an unbelievable player to play with. And is he going banking? Yeah, he's a financial advisor for T. And he's going back to do that. Eh? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. he does that. I think he does that during the. He did that during the season. That's an unbelievable actually, story. Yeah, it was we cool. talked about that last year too. Yeah, but I it's remember. Like, it always does That's crazy. Yeah. Does give me a kick yeah. out of it. Eh? But I think I don't think he had the fun, he didn't have the job back then. We talked about it. He has mm. a job now. Mm. So, but uh, like he Watch actually out. helps some teammates out too. Like you can see, team he'll have like we have our own like uh, relaxing room kind of in the locker room, and uh, he'll you'll be you'll go in there and he'll be sitting down and like with a calculator and helping about like helping guys out. Oh, These yeah. guys like are so bad with money yeah. and stuff on that team. So like some of them, not all of them, of course. Yeah. But uh, well, it's true. Uh, I mean, people oh. like like it. Uh, people take for granted that. Just, you know, a lot of people get money and they don't know what the heck to do with it. And if you can keep more of it. Well, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and you feel like you're making a lot of money because you make all your money in six months. Right, right. So you're like, man, these checks are awesome. But yeah. then you have to go six months without making money. Right. And then so, pay the tax man eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you pay the tax man. It's like. Oh, it whoa. comes off while you're. All it your comes checks? off all oh, your yeah. checks. And it is like. You can tell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> yeah. I don't pay. I don't play for the Calgary St. Peter. They play for like. You know, so you're in, yeah. is it, but you're in government you're, Canada. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Cause provincially probably your tax level in Alberta be less. I would imagine with all the oil I, money and stuff. I there. I'm not really sure how, like, there's no sales tax there, right? Or is no, there now? I think it's, there isn't no, just like federal so. tax, whatever yeah. that is. Yeah. But like, I'm still in the highest tax bracket I can get in, which yeah. is kind of crappy. Cause you make yeah. it in such a, but short. they, yeah, but they, what they do is they bill it. I think what they do is they think they, I make it all that all year. Uh, and so they give you a lot back in April because they just they took so much from yeah, you yeah, and they yeah. realized you kind of stopped got, like getting paid. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, "Well, we need to give you they some money back." Out. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> I, I remember one time I didn't pay myself for like uh, four or five months, and so I pay myself like one check for the four or five months I had to pay pay mm-hmm. myself, and uh, and my taxes were crazy, right? Yeah. And because yeah. they thought that was my right. what I got paid every month, but then right. I did it in individual checks. Yeah. Like from month by month by month, and then they didn't charge me exactly. as much tax because they yeah. thought because uh, it settled out. So that's probably exactly what it is. So yeah. you get a lot of back back at the end of the year. I get quite a bit back. It's no, this is so boring for everyone but me. I'm like <laughs> I'm happy to see how a professional athlete manages his finances. You know, it's very interesting to me. So, uh, anyways, uh, we have this contest going on, right? Like right. the weight, the fitness contest. We call it weight loss, but it's not really weight loss. We have to not only lose weight, we just got to be like better all around, right? right? Like. Yeah. 
Overall wellness, right? Wellness. Paul couldn't tie his shoes. That's how it all started. Yeah. Oh. Paul couldn't. He was start, his, he's starting to get a little bit lo- uh, loose in the middle, you mm. might say. Loose yeah. in the middle. A little bit of and then, uh, a spare tire. A little spare tire, right? <laughs> Just a little one. And then, uh, so Paul um, and, and all of us here, we're trying to do the best. Michael, not so much, right? <laughs> but uh, but uh, you, we don't know what the what the heck we're doing, you know? Like, we're, we're a bunch of, of uh, jackasses that don't really know how to take care of ourselves or do something. But you've had, perf- you know, trainers and people that have taught you how to do it. Like, right. you've probably, since you started dealing with real people to train you, mm-hmm. you've probably seen quite a difference in yourself. Would you say? Would you say like definitely? Um, I would say for my, my eating habits, it would be like my fiance because she's basically like a dietitian. Yeah, yeah. So it uh, that helped me big time. Oh really? So I kind of like know some stuff, but she just tells me it all. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, what uh, what should uh, like Paul gave up Kool Aid? Is that about all that you'd really? <laughs> if you drink a lot of Kool Aid, that will you can lose a lot of pounds by just stopping Kool Aid for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a lot of sugar. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> And then, uh, like, what what would you recommend for a diet for him? Then, honestly, it's like for me, I don't really like diet, and like, it's just as long as you eat like a lot, like you have to eat more times a day, and like speed up your metabolism. Yeah. Mm. Like, so you have to eat a breakfast, you have to eat a snack between breakfast and lunch, you have to eat a lunch, you have to eat a snack. Like sometimes I eat two snacks between lunch and dinner, right? And then you have dinner, then you have a bedtime snack, but you then your meals become smaller, right? But you, the thing is, you just have to have lots of protein and. Uh, low carbs and just lots of vegetables it's tough but like with it's actually a lot this is the best year i've ever had like the lightest i've been just after christmas since like yeah. ever yeah, for yeah. me but like now that i'm living with my my fiance she just cooks up cooks everything for me oh this is so the best it's, it's the, yeah. literally yeah. the best yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is great yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's I'm like free right now. and it's, <laughs> I mean, it's what you need yeah, yeah exactly yeah but awesome. my eyes are yeah. perfect because of my wife but that's all i got <laughs> <laughs> And I get to look at it. It's because I get to look at her, right? She knows it's mm-hmm. the greatest. If I if she starts to age poorly, then she won't fix my eyes. That's right. the deal, mm-hmm. right? And then she'll always be beautiful. <laughs> right. Right. So, uh, so um, I would like you're you're a big guy, you know, like right. six seven, right? Like uh, yeah. you're 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 uh, a lot of times a lot of scales don't go as high as you are, right? Yeah, I've actually had to like get scales that go up that high. I've had a scale that like. I stopped at three thirty three, and once I hit that point, just said error, and like, oh. <laughs> that's like, what I've been. Hey, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, that scale didn't go to three thirty three then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe that just made you gain weight. Yeah. Yeah, but. Uh, so like the yeah. the um um, but you're a big guy, and you yeah. sent all these videos when you were training. Uh, like I saw them on Facebook. Right. Your foot speed's crazy. Like yeah. uh, there's, I can't believe. Like no, is that. Like when you compare your skill set, like I was watching you go through what is it the ropes or whatever? Agility ladder. Yeah, the agility right. ladder. It, like for a guy your size to be able to move that quick, uh, is that is that what you need to be a professional football player? Is that what everyone's got, or is that something that's exemplary? Because like uh, it seemed impressive to me. Well, you definitely need that to play professional football, in my opinion. Like that's what football is like. A lot of people, I don't think, get it. Like, football is about explosion and short bursts of, like, energy mm-hmm. as much as you can, and then you get a little rest. So, like, that's why you do those short drills like that. That thing, like, it lasts five to seven seconds, 
and right, then right. you're and then you're done. Like I rest until I want to go again. Yeah. And that's what football is. You like play lasts five seconds. Right. And you just have but you have to go as hard as you can in that yeah. five seconds. And like that's what you train. And it and, takes uh, you to the next five seconds to get your breath back, right? Because you're going that hard in the Yeah, well yeah, you're that yeah. you're that tired. Like that's why when I found like I play basketball now. In basketball you're up and down the court, up and down the court. But like I run up and down the court once or twice and I'm like so gasped because I give her I give her my all. Yeah, yeah. But like yeah. I'm 335 pounds and giving my all is tough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so like I get tired and then I like, but like I can, I'm way more athletic than I was in high school, Yeah. but I couldn't, I can't run down the court as much as I can or could in high school. Right. Right. Cause like, I just figured my, my training's different. Like, like versus, you know, the stop, go, stop, go versus go on for five continuous minutes. Right. It's, it's tough. So. And the, you were telling us earlier before the show started, how you were on this big, you can stand on a like one of those big like exercise balls. Yeah, yeah, and yoga you, ball. you tell the whole thing. So, yeah, my trainer, uh, he, he's taught me ever since I was a kid, or not, well, not a kid, like eight. I'm going for nine or ten years now, mm-hmm. but like we started out, he got a yoga ball, and we started out just little. So I stood up, like stood on it, you know, and I just let go of the handle. Like he has a a chin up bar that you can get up on this yoga ball with. Yeah, and then uh, you just start real slow and like. I started like letting go one, two seconds, hold it back on. And like, you know, that was 10 years ago, but now I'm like up to, I can stand on it and I can squat down, close my eyes and take two, three kilogram medicine balls and bounce them off a rebounder, like a mini trampoline that's <laughs> angled up. Right. And I can do that for as long as like two or three minutes with my eyes closed. For- and the ball that you're standing on is, uh, is what's the weight that it will support? Uh, I think about 270. It's one of the more bigger, like heavier duty ones. Right. So, but I still, do, but I've been doing that. Have that you popped been, one? No, that's been the same ball for 10 years. Really? That's been the craziest part. Yeah. It's like, growing with you. Do you yeah. think one of these days it's going to, it's going to go? Like, it has to. Yeah. yeah. There's <laughs> no other way. <laughs> uh, well, Shane, I just want to like, I, I, if you don't mind, you want to sit and play the closing game with us? Sure. We got a little like trivia game. It's just going to be something for fun. Sure. Uh, thank you very much for coming in. It's always hey, a great no pleasure to talk fun. to you. Yeah. Had a great time. Yeah. So we hope to get you in more times when you yeah. when we got you around oh, here because yeah. you're yeah. you're such a great guest. Where we could come to Calgary next year. Yes. Well, we thought about this year. We actually we're in back and forth in yeah, touch, but then it just it just fell it apart. Happen. Yeah. But if you guys do, just let me know because yes, I can definitely fun. get a couple old linemen together and yeah. you'd have a great time. Unfortunately, that'd be fun. <laughs> Sounds great. Yeah. That sounds, that sounds great. Yeah. When's the season? When's the season? Uh, it's, uh, we start like training camp. Training camp's a bad time to come out. Yeah. But uh, we start training camp early June. And then right. we should come out and for the stampede so you can party as well. Wow. When's that? Oh, I forget. Yeah, I think I it's July or it it's either August the first July? week of July or the first week of August. Yeah. Oh, but like August it, would be bad, but. July would be yes. Yeah, July would be good. Depending July on is me. much better for me. Yeah. yeah. You start harvest, right? Yes. Yeah. August not good. Yeah. No, I know. My dad can't even come out to football games because no. of it. It's like, he's like, I can come to the ones in November, and like, I had a game in Hamilton, and he could like, he just made made it out. Yeah. Like, got his kills checked, and like, just made it out for the game. Like, he might not have been able to, make, and that was in Hamilton. And that was last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so, you you gotta make like you gotta be, make hay when the sun shines, yeah, as they say. Right, you know, exactly. like. Marry your kills. Is yeah, that time is what you, you only have. have a certain time of year when you live in this this part of the planet to make your money. So That's you right. gotta do it. Exactly. Kills are cooking. You're not going too far. Nope. So we got this game down the show, and it's just basic. This is a basically a true and false game, easy as pie, oh, right? Sounds simple. We have all of us in the room. We're gonna have to say a little true and false. It's all this, and I got some facts here. 
some of them uh, are true and some of them are not. And uh, I got them off the interweb and I actually researched them to see if they're true, the ones that are true. And I, the ones that are false, I know they're false because I wrote them. You researched yeah. it. Wow. Oh, you but I did them. research. I didn't just go by the one person saying this is true. When this sounds not true and, and it, I say it is true, you better believe me because I researched it. That's all I'm saying. And if anybody thinks that I'm wrong, well, prove me wrong, you sons of bitches. Don't just sit there and bitch behind the scenes. It's easy. I'm right here, motherfuckers. You know what I'm doing. Whoa. Anyways, uh, game number or question number one. Uh, more than 2,500 left-handed people are killed every year from using products made for right-handed people. I'm going to go true. 2,500? 2,500 people a year are left-handed, globally? killed by right-handed. It's globally, yes. Globally. Yeah. Uh, true. I'm going to go true. True. I'll just say false to be different. I'm going to say true because the number's so low. Yeah. Well, 2,500, eh, when you're talking about the world, right? Billion. It's like that many people probably, you know, like something, anything. That would just match up. Yeah. 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 Anyways, it is true, actually. Yeah. Um, But, uh, you know, what I think that's even bullshit is because isn't a car, like a standard car, isn't that a left, isn't that made for a right-handed person? I was just thinking that. Yeah. So, like, uh, like if you're you're driving a standard transmission car, well, and you die in that, and you're left-handed, well, then that's it. Is anyone left-handed well, in this doesn't, room? doesn't uh, Australia and Great good. Britain make up for that? Because yeah, it'd be a point. left-handed oh, drive car? Good point. Ah, uh, yeah. You're kind of evening stuff out that way. Well, that's why there's... Yeah, there's probably, I wonder how many of the right-handed people die from left-handed things. Oh, probably yeah. more for that reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That number would be astronomical. <laughs> <laughs> it would be. I can't do fuck all with my no, left hand. It's really hard. I tried to shoot a basketball. That thing is like dead <laughs> weight. Yeah. All right, next question. Um, killing a panda is punishable by death in China. Oh, false. True. False. I, I'll say true too. I say true. Chinese don't, love their pandas. Don't fuck with the pandas. I pandas. Said false. Oh, I said They're false. extinct. They're almost extinct. Well, uh, I got to tell you, this is a totally aside, but pandas, <laughs> every panda in the world is owned by the Chinese. Everyone, if you see a panda in another country, it's leased by that country. That's a true fact. Really? This one's a false fact. But, you know, it was uh, true until 1997. Until 1997, wow. they would punish oh, wow. you by death for killing a panda. So, and then in 1997, they said, the these sons of bitches don't care if they're alive or if they're dead. Just <laughs> go ahead. Have a killing spree. And the Chinese don't kill them still because they love them because they're so cute. They do. Let me over there for a panda killing so spree. I go and kill the rest of the pandas. You want to go? That's what we'll do for a vacation this year. Let's go to China and kill the rest kill of the, the pandas. Post your pictures on Facebook with you guys posing with your guns. Yeah. Eliminate pandas. That'll get people to notice the show at yeah. least. Yeah. <laughs> but I murder all the pandas. Pete really hates pandas. Yeah, I don't like them. Wow. Okay. In Finland, the cost of a speeding ticket is determined by the driver's annual income. That's true. 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 Yeah, I'm gonna go true. No, in Finland. Finland. I'll say true. true. Oh, uh, you say fall in Sweden, it'd be true, but in Finland, that's horseshit. (laughs) That's a crocodile. The answer is uh, true. True. Now, what do you think? Is that a good idea or a bad idea? Uh, Right away, my initial reaction to that was is horrible. Yeah, that's what I. That's I say bad idea. Yeah, but then you look at rich pricks. Yeah, that's the thing. Like rich, there was a guy who got popped. For yeah. a lot of money. People who are rich drive fast cars That's and what I was get more say. tickets. And they don't right. give a fuck. You give them a ticket, it's like a drop in the bucket. You know, they're like, okay, you you know, you charge me a thousand bucks, whoopie do, yeah. or whatever, you know, they don't care. Where a guy like they live in hand to mouth, you know, yeah. that same ticket would really screw his whole life up, right? That's right. 
So I think it's kind of, there's some to it. I think those, those fans, rich eh? those rich dicks. If you're gonna be a dick about it, you know you should get punished more. You know, the only way for the punishment to be evil, equal is to do it that way. Otherwise, the punishment's not equal. Even if you say it's a hundred bucks for everybody, the hundred bucks means something different to everyone else. You know, that is that is actually true. Yeah. But uh, I don't like it if because I would want it. It's not like fair kind of thing, but the punishment is fair. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's uh, true. The Finns got it. Finns. Okay, I got one here. Pirates uh, would take particular pride in gouging the eyes out of rival pirates. That is why so many wear eye patches. True or false? I'm going false. Yeah, sounds true, but I'm going false as well. True. Reiki's fucking eyes out. <laughs> false. False. Uh, it's false, actually. <laughs> uh, but uh, but the, the true fact in this one is, which is really a cool fact, is that the pirates would wear an eye patch, not because they had a damaged eye, but because they wanted to uh, make the one eye light, uh, like light sense, like, uh, or uh, what do you call it? Dark sensitive or dark adapted. dark adapted. So that, you, so they had one, <laughs> they have to be dark adapted. So that one, they would have one eye for when they were above board driving the ship. And then they would have the other eye, which would really? be dark adapted if they had to go down underneath so they could see right away if they had to go down below and they would just move the patch over so that eye would already be ready to see as soon as they went down. I thought it was going to be like parrot related. No, I wish it was. Yeah. Parrots pecked out your eye. Yeah. That'd be great. No, it's just for, it's all, it's all just for like function, not fashion. Cool. Uh, yeah, It's all for like, a, you know, just smart you pirates. Research. Yeah, I did. Uh, JFK ordered over 1,000 cubic... Cuban cigars for personal use right before he made them illegal. True. 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 Dirtbag. I say true. I like it. True. You said true? I said true. Yeah, it's true. Uh, that's typical politician bullshit. Jesus. Right? Yep. Everyone thinks JFK is great. And my, I had an economics uh, professor in university said, the only reason people say think he's great is because he got killed. If he didn't get killed, people would think he was a he was a terrible president. <laughs> And, but I, that was oh, very conscious. Hmm. Even then, like people were mad at him for it. You know, you'd get like people yelling at him. You get so mad up there. <laughs> Anyways, that, uh, what else do I got here? Last question of the day. The war between um, Skilly Island and the Netherlands lasted 335 years and resulted in zero casualties. Sorry, what was the name of that place again? Skilly? It's Skilly That's, Island. That will determine my answer. It's an it's Skilly Island. True. 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 Oh, that was a lot of thought, Michael. I yes. saw you going into that. <laughs> Steve, what do you think? I can say true. All I could do is change one little fact in that whole sentence, and it would be false, but I didn't. It's true. <laughs> it's true. And I went and did a lot of research on that one because that one didn't make any sense. No. Number one, I started thinking, was well, that Sicily? <laughs> What's a Skilly, right? But it's Skilly Island. It's off the... It's off the uh, uh, off the southwest coast of Great Britain, and Holland or the Netherlands uh, declared war against them a long time ago. Uh, they declare war against each other. They're pissed off about something, and then uh, they just didn't get around to fighting. And then they just said, "Well, I, I'm still at war with you. I don't want to, like I'm not, it was like a passive aggressive war. I'm just not talking to you." And then they never had a peace treaty. So the the uh, the war technically was ongoing. was ongoing for 335 years, even though they didn't really do any fighting, and it was ended in like 1986 or something like that. They decided to finally end the war between these two places, right? But it didn't do the paperwork. Nah, 
It was like, but it, it's just a war where they told you, I'm at war with you, you know? <laughs> you know we've been at war. Yeah. Well, fuck, I know we're at war, you prick. <laughs> Fucking Skilly Island. Skilly Island. <laughs> can, can we launch a war? Yeah, we can launch like a war. Dutch Hall versus... Well, so uh, maybe the Barb Mansions after the after the uh, the scathing review from yeah, our, shareholder our shareholder Greg, yeah. we didn't defend him at all. No, no. And you know what? No. I will say one thing about that segment. Uh, I forgot to say it in feedback, but Mr. Brett said that that last segment dragged on and on. I'll tell you where it dragged on. It was entertaining until the part where Dave Charles took over. They said, I want to talk to Dave, and it became just garbage. <laughs> All of that should be done off the air. It shouldn't have been done on the air. And I stayed quiet and let Dave sink his own ship, that dumbass. And he did. He did for all of us. Go back and listen to the episode if you want to argue with me. Charter sank that that segment. <laughs> he should have shut, took that as his opportunity to leave the Dutch Hall and tell those girls thank you and hang up because it was a, it, this this segment was getting to be a bit drunk and chatty. <laughs> well, that's our show this week, everyone. I'd like to thank Shane, my guest Shane Bergman for coming in. He did a great job as always. Thank you very much, Shane. And uh, boy, Shane. until you, I uh, I'd like you to, if you want to give me feedback, go on. Uh, Go on uh, and give me an email, live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com, or go on, like me on uh, Facebook, follow me on Twitter, live from the Dutch Hall on Facebook, and Dutch Hall on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, you know what, Jane, make sure you get a good picture of Paul and the band. It's a real, it's a real great moment. Get him slapping on the old screen. Yeah, we want to really see this because we'll send this out to the general public. They're going to be so excited to see Paul and the band. Paul, I'm so excited for you. I've never seen you so happy. Until uh, next week, we will see you NTC and next Thursday. Hit it, boys. fucking band man <laughs> <laughs> charters you're not needed <laughs> uh.